This is the Pete Callender Show. Welcome back. Lou Pate here with you. WBT AM 1100. 1110, actually. 99.3 on the FM. Heading into the second hour. Producer Bernie Bowles is here. He's doing a great job. And we invite you to be part of the fray. It's 704-570-1110. If you just missed the first hour, we're talking about who's really doing anything to fix the problems with the economy. A lot of economic crisis going on right now. Nobody is the answer there, uh, especially the Republicans. And our side is not looking out for us. That's the thing you have to watch out for, is the people that you elect, the people that you support, the people that maybe you trust or trusted aren't doing anything for you. And um, that goes to immigration as well. We're going to get to that in just a second. But first, I want to let you know the Dow is up 135 points. But it's been down like 2,000 points in the last uh, three business days. Also, um, the feds are going to be uh, releasing some information. Will they raise rates? Will they not raise rates? If that happens during the course of this show, we will let you know. Why? It's not a business show, but it pertains to kind of what we're talking about with inflation. Inflation is very confusing. A lot of people don't understand it. Definitely a lot of experts on TV don't understand it. I hear them contradicting themselves all the time. But what they're trying to do here is the Fed is going to try to bear with me here. Raise rates so that basically it's more expensive to buy a house. So this will then curb inflation. People stop buying houses. <laughs> Makes no sense to me. But that's one of the um, ways that they, they curb inflation. So housing market is crazy right now all over the country. Uh, Inventory is low. Supply and demand 101 kicks in. Houses go on the market. They're gone in a day, three days. Lately, it's been five days, and people, oh, the market's softening. It only took five days to sell a house. And it, it's just incredible. There's bidding wars going on all over the place, and Interest rates have been low. They've raised them like 0.50% a little, a little while back. And, and now we're going to see if they raise them again. Uh, I'm not an economist. I do not do a business talk show. But to raise the rates on interest so that it is more expensive to buy houses that are peaking at the highest they've ever been sold for. By me, shacks are going uh, for top dollar. It's an amazing phenomenon. I don't think we'll ever see anything like this in our life. But to make it even more expensive somehow is going to stop inflation. Getting people to stop buying houses is going to stop help to stop inflation. Uh, good thing I'm not doing a business show because that's, that's way over my head. If anybody could explain it to me, you, you let me know. Unbelievable. Um, but down at the border, I like to talk about the border because no one talks about the border. We have uh, Phil in the first hour mentioned uh, he worked in Saudi Arabia. We and we have with President Biden is willing and along with the Congress and Pelosi and the rest, they are willing you and McConnell. They are willing to secure the borders in foreign countries, but they are not willing to secure our own border. Uh, it's an amazing phenomenon. Our military is not properly funded, but they leave $3 billion worth of military, sophisticated military hardware in Afghanistan. But just so you know, we're going to backtrack a little bit. For the past 20 years, the U.S. guidelines have been in place that say immigrants that come to America who are likely primarily dependent on direct cash assistance or long-term institutionalization in nursing homes, for example, 
at the public expense will be barred from legal permanent residency known as a green card. We've all heard of green cards. So basically, if you're going to come here illegally, if you're going to come here legally, you're going to be a burden. No, you can't come. Okay, it's as simple as that. Um, The Trump era during the Trump administration, his policy actually expanded on this to anyone who is likely to receive a wider ranger of non-cash federal benefits. And we're talking about Medicaid, other health care programs, housing, food assistance uh, for more than 12 months. So basically, if you were going to be a problem, a burden to the American taxpayer, you're not contributing to moving America forward, you can't stay. I have no problem with that. Well, the Biden administration does, okay? And the, the Supreme Court, which sometimes I don't understand the decisions that they make. I still don't think you should be protesting outside their houses, but that's a story for another day. The Supreme Court has rejected a, a Republican bid to defend the Trump immigration rule. Uh, truly unbelievable. Uh, just today, the Supreme Court dismissed a bid by Republicans in 13 states by their state attorney generals uh, that tried to um, hardline immigration rules uh, imposed by Donald Trump. Rules that kept illegals and legal immigrants out of here who were basically bringing nothing to the table and were just going to be living on the dole. And they wanted to keep that. Now the administration, the um, Supreme Court, says no. The unsigned, one-sentence ruling basically just said dismissed. <laughs> Are you kidding me? We hear about the Supreme Court. Oh, the, the 117-page decision was written by, or the dissent of uh, 94 pages was written by. No, this is one sentence. When do you ever hear of a Supreme Court decision become one sentence? So here we go again. I give credit to the 13 Republican state attorney generals. Uh, this was led by Arizona's Mark uh, Burnovich. Credit for doing this, because they're probably the only, Rep- only Republicans who are trying to do something to protect our border. But the state attorney generals had hoped to lower, that a lower court's decision would, would you know, throw out this, this, this egregious attack on our borders and our taxpayers, but nope. Um, Biden in February proposed a new public charge rule that would make it more fair and humane. See, this is exactly what I was talking about in the first hour. They're more, they care more about optics. They care more about what it looks like more so than what is actually happening and what they can do to fix the problem at the border. Nobody wants to see women and children treated unfairly or treated you know with not enough water not enough food not enough shelter not enough beds but it happens when you allow hundreds of thousands of people to come at one time remember it was the obama administration who put women and children in cages it wasn't the trump administration that was more misinformation 704-570-1110 my name is lou pate you're listening to the pete calendar show what do you think what do, you, what do you think about the Supreme Court not helping to shore up the borders and just being willy-nilly with your taxpayer dollars? We'll take your calls when we come back.
Is there anybody out there who's on our side? And I say the side, I mean side of the American people. Welcome back to the Pete Callender Show. My name is Lou Pate. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for spending some time here with us. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, 704-570-1110. The uh, <laughs> Supreme Court, I guess, you know, they're part of one of the three executive branches, right? So why shouldn't they be swamp dwellers who are doing nothing for us? Uh, 13 uh, United States state attorneys try to s- protect our border because the Congress won't, the Senate won't, the president won't, and they get their back turned by the United States Supreme Court. Uh, it is an amazing thing. We have, we have laws on the books. Just because you happen to disagree with a law doesn't mean you're allowed to make it go away if you are a person in power. Laws are put on the books for a reason to protect people. And yet what we have going on now here is you see it all the time. Decisions come down depending on the politics of that judge. That's what the decision is. If it's an Obama appointed judge or a Clinton appointed judge, you know, they're going to come down on the side of the left. If it's a you know Bush appointed judge or Trump appointed judge, eh, maybe they might come out on the side of the right. <laughs> it is the Republican uh, justices who always seem to uh, waffle every once in a while. But you're doing your job. You're supposed to interpret the law, not give your opinion of the law. There's a big difference between that. So we're going to keep the phones open there because I'm losing faith in the Supreme Court. And now the Democrats want to pack it insanity uh speaking of insanity we had the uh, house uh, the january 6th kangaroo court committee everybody saw uh liz cheney do her act as to jesus i said the other day if she's that wild between the sheets boy as she was the night on tv <sighs> I, I feel for any man who ends up with her <laughs> she probably went up with anybody running away even lesbians would run away from her but um the last two days this is interesting after that failed uh, public relations propaganda spectacle where they hired a former ABC producer who goes to a bar uh, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. in the morning before he goes to work, uh, failed, they now have canceled the last two days of hearings. Why? Technical glitches, they say, please. What, what are they doing? Technical glitches that, uh, what, the video monitors aren't working? Are you kidding me? That's your, your deal? Because that's the only technical glitches I see going on. They're all sitting there in their ivory towers up on the panel, and they're playing videos of January 6th. So when you say technical glitches or technical issues, it's not that. For the second day of hearings the other day, two days ago, the, the ratings plummeted significantly. Nobody is going to watch this thing. Everybody sees it for what it is. It's just a way to put a roadblock in the way of Donald Trump running for president in 2024. So I truly don't think anybody in the WBT listening audience, Pete's listeners, I don't think they really care about this, the committee, but I do want, I did want to get it out there that it is telling that they keep they canceled two days in a row. This thing was supposed to be monumental. They're going to have dozens and dozens and dozens of hearings leading right up to the midterms to remind you of how horrible Donald Trump was, and yet they can't even get their act together on day three. 
and I believe it was during Bernie Thompson the other day, the chairman, said that there's really not enough evidence, I'm paraphrasing, but really not enough evidence there to indict Donald Trump. And Liz Cheney, the ultimate Trump hater, right up there with Nancy Pelosi, said, I disagree. <laughs> of course you do. And that's the point. Before she, all, she is telling you before day three of the hearings actually take place that she has already in her mind decided to indict Donald Trump. The decision's already been made, but other members now are starting to, you know, say there's no evidence. There's no evidence that would cause for an indictment. So I think they're going to end up indicting him anyway because it was predetermined before these sham hearings even started. But to hear them come out publicly before, again, you got months and months ahead of you of hearings, and you're telling us after day two that you've already made your decision to indict this person uh i think that it kind of shows it right there so we'll keep an eye on what's happening there i don't think they'll have it on tv maybe if it's on c-span somebody might tune in but i don't think it's going to go any further the next schedule hearing will be tomorrow i think they're supposed to start at 10 a.m unless of course there's some technical glitches <laughs> you got a bunch of dinosaurs sitting around a panel and pressing a button that plays a video screen. What, pray tell, could possibly be uh, technical glitches? I know that they, they're, they're failing, and they know they're failing. They know they're not resonating with the American people, and I think that's the real reason for the postponement. But we'll keep you posted here. Welcome back to the Pete Callender Show, WBT AM 1100, 99.3 on the FM. Lou paid in for Pete. He'll be back tomorrow. Ably assisted by producer Bernie Bowles. He's doing a great job. If you're so inclined to get in on the conversation, 704-570-1110. Could email me too, loupaid at gmail.com. Um, you know, Ukraine. I don't care about Ukraine. I care about America. And I guess you could say the ongoing theme of the show, I try, to, I try to pick topics that kind of all run together, that somewhat overlap, a little incestuous, if you will. And I talked in the top of the show for those people who missed it about, you know, who's looking out for we, the American people? Nobody. Nobody's looking out for us. I mean, we're certainly not our elected officials. All they care about is promoting their own careers, promoting their agenda, and being popular so that, especially on the Republican side, um, not an ounce of backbone amongst them. But this thing with Ukraine's getting out of hand, and I don't mean the war. I don't care about the war. It's sad. War is always sad. Innocent people get killed. But in this case, it's not our fight. I will say that with my dying breath. But we have to stop sending American taxpayer dollars to Ukraine. Okay? And, you know, you want to demonize Putin? I don't care about Putin either. He was, you know, he's the enemy. He's KGB, whatever. But don't demonize Putin. And as I said earlier in the show, get in bed with dictators and despots across the country, across the world, simply because they, you could make money off of them and you can't make money off Putin. Today, Biden announced another $1.2 billion in security and humanitarian assistance that will be granted to the Ukraine as the war goes on. I mean, this is out of hand. Look at our economy. People can't afford to pay their mortgage. They can't afford to pay their rent. Everything is unaffordable. Prices of everything is going through the roof. 
not just gas and groceries, everything, real estate, everything. That's why they're going to uh, probably raise the Fed rate and you know kill the housing market too. It seems like there is a conscious effort on the part of politicians in Washington, D.C., and I will, as I will always say, yes, Republicans too, to hurt America on all fronts. We're seeing it in every industry across the board. Everything that politicians in Washington, D.C. do is designed to hurt America and American industries and Americans trying to put small businesses out of business so that everybody relies on big business who all of them are which are in the pockets of Washington, D.C. or vice versa. And what do we have, 40 or 60 billion, whatever it was, went to Ukraine last time. And now we've got another 1.2 billion. Here's, here's a Ukraine, Zelensky with your tight T-shirts on. Here's something I'll tell you. There's $3 billion worth of military hardware left behind in, in Afghanistan. If you can get it back from the Taliban, you can have it. How's that? That's a fair deal, right? Look, I'm offering him $3 billion in free high-tech military hardware. Now, it's a good deal. No, he wants, he, he's constantly whining. Gosh, Zelensky, whiny little bitch, just gets me annoyed. Constantly complaining that the, the, the West isn't doing enough for him. What do you want us to do? He wants to roll in there with tanks and have Americans killed? So you could sit there and then pump your chest about how you didn't, you didn't leave your country when the Russians came? Come on. What a joke this guy is. And the bigger joke is Biden. So I'd like to know from you, the listeners to the Pete Callender Show, what do you think? What do you think about all of this money being given to Ukraine? Yeah, it's sad what's happening there. But who cares? A lot of sad things going on here in the United States. People lose their house. People lose their car. People can't afford to eat. People can't go on vacation. That's sad. All of that said, it's not the same as being killed. But I'm sure death is happening to some people. Certainly did over COVID. And that was government manipulated. Come on. When are the politicians in Washington, D.C. going to start looking out for the American people? You know, they really never have. Think about it. This is the whole reason when Donald Trump came on the scene, uh, you know, he upset the apple cart there because he's like, you know, these people are all a bunch of frauds. But they don't like outsiders because outsiders speak the truth about the scam that is going on there. They constantly want more of your money. They constantly want more of your rights. And they constantly give us less for it. They seemingly are, are more interested in helping people in other nations than they are in helping us. America's being damned. That's, that's really the slogan. That should be the slogan of Washington, D.C. Americans be damned. I don't think that's a curse word. We can say that. 704-570-1110. But we're stuck with these people. We are stuck with these people for two years at a time. That's not bad with Congress. Six years as a senator. Are you kidding me? When you have people like Lindsey Graham telling the Capitol Police on January 6th, you have guns, use them. Are you kidding me? But if I recommend taking out Lindsey Graham, I'm in trouble. I'm not recommending taking out Lindsey Graham, but I'm saying hypothetically... If I was up here, go, oh, yeah, Lindsey Graham, well, shoot him next time you see him. Uh, he, he wants the, the guards, to, the police to shoot at us. Could, you know, obviously, good thing they didn't listen. They know a moron when they see one. But it's incredible. A United States senator wanting law enforcement to open fire 
on unarmed American citizens? Truly amazing. On top of the $1.2 billion uh, that I mentioned earlier, they are um, going to give an, uh, an additional $225 million of funds will be sent for humanitarian assistance to supply, quote, safe drinking water, critical medical supplies, health care, food, shelter, and cash for families to purchase essential items. It's like, so what's the other $1.2 billion doing? Is that all military? Because... Safe drinking water, critical medical supplies, and uh, health food, food shelter, and cash covers a lot of things. It's a big umbrella we got there. But if you, an American citizen, went to Washington, D.C., I can't pay my mortgage, can't pay my rent, I can't put food on the table for my family, they wouldn't care. People are losing their houses left and right. People don't care. We've already, in my opinion, entered a depression. And uh, the recession, excuse me, what the possible depression to follow. Welcome back to the Pete Callender Show. WBT AM 1110, 99.3 on the FM. Lou Pate here with you, along with Bernie Bowles, producing the show, doing a great job. Want to reach out to us? You can, 704-570-1110, or email uh, Lou Pate at gmail.com i'm on twitter at lupe show but haven't posted and i won't post till elon musk takes over i'm not a sellout (laughs) like so many others um what is the business of the united states government and uh, what do they do with your taxpayer dollars and what do they do with the money earned off of those taxpayer dollars well they certainly are not looking out for the american people which is kind of the theme today but really While the United States government is looking to drag parents out of school board meetings, while they're looking to take away your guns, while they're looking to take away numerous civil liberties as people willingly gave up uh, during COVID, while they're looking to have red flag laws um, to stop you from committing a crime before you even think about it, and on and on and on, calling you racist and so on and so forth, making sure all the social justice is happy, while dealing with despots around the world, what is the true industry of the United States government? Well, patriotic Americans would say, you know, selling democracy. No, it's not about selling democracy. It's not about creating democracy. It's not about keeping democracy. It's called war. When Dwight Eisenhower left the White House and at the end of his eight-year presidency, he warned against the military-industrial complex. Okay, friends... Everything in this country is about money. Everything. There is nothing more, nothing less. All the powers that be care about, well, is power and money, but with money comes power. I mean, look at the dot-com morons in Silicon Valley. I mean, these guys couldn't pick up a girl in a whorehouse, yet they are some of the most powerful people behind the scenes in the country because they have a lot of money. And what does the American government do? We sell arms. We make billions, possibly trillions of dollars around the co- around the world. I keep saying around the country when I mean around the world. Countries like Northrop Gunham, Grumman, Boeing, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, and others sell and profit from war globally to the tune of hundreds of billions of dollars a year. Uh, it is truly amazing. Now, 
During the campaign of 2020, Joe Biden made a big deal about the murder of journalist Khashoggi in Saudi Arabia. And he really went after verbally only uh, the Saudis and, you know, how horrible they were. And they are. I said to a caller earlier in the show with friends like that, you don't need enemies pertaining to their friendship with the United States. Um, you know, they they've got blood on their hands in so many, so many different places around the Middle East. It, it you know, it, it. You, you, you can't even count it, to be quite honest with you. But um, don't get me wrong. The United Arab Emirates also have bloody hands, too. Yemen and other places. But the point is, the United States government sells so many arms to Saudi Arabia. So while during the campaign, Biden is telling you he was going to come down on Saudi Arabia, when he gets into office, he turns around and sells them weapons. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be a hypocrite here like like left-wing journalists and left-wing media. Donald Trump also sold a lot of weapons to the Saudi Arabians. But he didn't beforehand he didn't talk bad about them and and say that they were, you know, he's going to put them in their place so to speak. So even though he's, he's selling weapons to Saudi Arabia Biden, he now has to go there and grovel for oil. So what do you think these people are going to be thinking? They're like they've got leverage already because they have oil. Even though kind of they shouldn't have leverage because we have more oil than they can ever dream of. But because of the crazy environmentalists and the left wing and the Democrats being controlled of the House, the Senate and the White House, we can't touch our oil. Again, as I said at the top of the show, we were energy independent under Donald Trump. So now a man who has been bad mouthing the Saudis for a year and a half, even though behind the scenes he's selling them weapons, is now going to have to go there and ask them to do me a favor. Do you think they're going to do it? Do you think they're going to do that for him? Is Biden even running the show or are the powers that be behind Boeing and Northrop Grumman and Lockheed Martin and Raytheon? Are they the ones, the military industrial complex that Eisenhower warned us about in January of 1961? 704-570-1110. Let's get to the phones. Uh, Rick, welcome to the Frank Callender Show with Lupe. Thank you for holding. Hey, Lou, thank you so much. I got to tell you, um, you're doing, you're saying all the things that I've been thinking, and it's just really nice. I haven't heard anybody um, say these things and give such a refreshing perspective uh, since Rush passed. And it's, it's just, um, I've followed you now on Twitter, and uh, you have a... Thank you, Rick. Thank you for the kind words. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm, I'm going to get back on Twitter. I'm just uh, not until Musk makes the sale permanent and then frees up free speech for real because they're still censoring people, only conservatives, on Twitter. So I will, I will look for that and I will follow you as well once I get back on there. But right now, I, I have not signed on since I think it was late December 2020 uh, when they threw Trump off. Well, it's nice to talk to a man with... with with some principles where can i hear you every day i'm i'm actually just freelancing i mean i'm here on wbt i do a lot of shows in philadelphia and around the country but email me um lupate at gmail and i'll be happy to correspond with you as i have with many of uh, brett's uh, um listeners and vince coakley's listeners and now pete's listeners i've been emailing with people throughout the show um i'll have, be happy to when i'm going to be on somewhere just you know shoot you an email and let you know um once in a while, I might forget, but I'm, pre I'm pretty good with that kind of stuff. 
<laughs> well, that's excellent because I think you're a national treasure. Keep doing what Thanks. you're doing. Thanks. I'll tell you what. One thing, Rick. Um, WBT is is doing a service to the community like like you would not know. Um, there's a lot of my friends even in corporate media who are just a bunch of sellouts. And I agree the reason they don't say what I'm not afraid to say, I call myself the Lenny Bruce of talk radio, is because <laughs> corporate corporate media will not allow them to. So even friends of mine who I drink with are the biggest sellouts. Amazing. Yeah, hey, right. Rick, thank, thank you very you much. So we've got we've to take a break. Um, I, don't want, you know, I don't care about ticking off D.C. I don't care about ticking off anybody, but I don't want to get Mark Muller mad at me. Let's check news here at WBT. Uh-huh.